Okay, so I'm here with Adam Schumer today, and I'm super excited, my first interview, and um, I would love to share with you, Adam is a director, and uh, he has a new uh, show coming up called Road to Dharma, which is involving a motorcycle trek uh, through the Himalayas uh, with people from the ages of 20 to 70s, um, and passengers on the back. Some of them have never ridden motorcycles before, and um, so I'm going to let Adam share with you a little bit more about this journey and what led you to this project. So, Adam? It's sure. <laughs> nice to talk to you. If people are seeing video, then uh, then they're going to love the desert background that you have. If they're not, <laughs> Thank seeing, you. If they're not seeing video, it's, it's appropriate that you have a desert background. Right. And I'm, I'm near, in my house near behind is the, the altar. Uh, we've, we meditate here at my house every Monday, which is fun. And it's right. nice to have community. And I, I think community kind of brings us into the, the road to Dharma because it is a group trip and it's a group experience. And that's what I really love about the show. It's not a, produced reality show where we casted anything this is a real group of people that all you know signed up for something that's pretty treacherous you can die on motorcycles in india very easily um can i ask you a quick question yeah how sure did people come to you how did you uh seek out the people that you were looking to join you you know i didn't seek anyone so so we did a move my first documentary film was called the highest pass so we motorcycled over the highest road in the world in the himalayas in india some people had seen that film and had said, hey, if you guys ever do another trip like this, I want to come. Right. Um, I and so to some, you want to go? Oh my <laughs> yeah, gosh. Yeah, I want to go. I've seen the whole episode and I love it. So I want to oh, <laughs> Please, please. It's just, it's great. And you don't have to know how to ride a motorcycle. That's the beauty of, with, with the Road to Dharma, you know, aside from the highest pass, the feature film, then we decided, you know, let's take a, a new trip years later. And I wanted more time with the characters and I wanted more time to, to be with the wisdom from Anand, he's the Himalayan master guiding us, and mm -hmm. time to be in India at these sites. Um, and that's why I felt a series was the perfect, perfect way to do it. In this case, a 10 episode, 10 half hour episodes. You get to see people arcing and having different experience throughout the 10 episodes, and you get to journey to these four sacred sites. Mm -hmm. They're so beautiful. Um, it was spectacular. I had yeah. never been to India, and it was just awe inspiring for me. That's yeah. It's, you do get this travel log. Yeah, you get to really feel like you're there. I mean, people yeah. have said, you know, that the way we filmed it, you feel like you're just in it. Because um, we do do a mix of sometimes diary cams and then incredibly beautifully shot motorcycle shots and scenery, and then the wisdom from Anand. Um, but anyway, so you know, it really is a, a sangha or community, and these people they found us. They paid for their own journeys, which was important. They wanted wow. to go on a journey for freedom. Whether or not it was filmed was actually not decided till you know shortly before, so people weren't on it for a TV show, and I think it really wow. lends itself, yeah, to the authenticity of. It really did. It really did. I would never have known that, but yeah. um, it people was, on a real journey, you know, on a real, rock, authentic, yeah. real authentic journey. And for your listeners, like we're talking, the monsoon rains lasted later than usual, so you know, sometimes riding in the dark in the middle of a monsoon rain and Indian traffic and the roads are terrible is really kind of insane. And then uh, those harrowing cliffs that come around the bend that you don't really know about, right? Uh, yeah, so. and 
And as you'll see, there was a 75 year old guy that's in the, that was really trying to redefine himself, which I think people can relate to when- He was wonderful. He was really sweet. Wonderful. Isn't he so sweet? Fred, yeah. Yeah, he was very courageous. He just said, I'm doing this. And he just, you know, if he fell, he got back up and said, no, 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 I'm fine. I'm good. Yeah. He fell yeah, in pe People fall in love with him pretty quickly. Like, <laughs> yeah. Can you not? It's just pure, pure courage and maybe some of that uh, fearlessness that comes with being older where you're like, what do I have to lose, you know? Right, right. Now, uh, let me ask you one thing um, that came to mind. And, and for my listeners you, who haven't seen the show, um, I'm not going to spoil anything, but I'm just curious, was there anyone who behind the scenes wanted to bail during the trip? Yeah, of course. Was there a lot of tension around, oh my God, I can't do this. I didn't know what I was getting into. Or was it, were, were people just like, gonna, they were going to just, you know, buck up and, and do it? No, there's a, there's a lot of fear, whether or not it's stated out loud or not. There's a lot of doubt and people, it's not just a bunch of strong spiritual cats that are like, I got this. No, this is a journey to learn. You know, I what saw that on their faces. I did see that. And, yeah. and that really impacted me because it wasn't necessarily always spoken. Sometimes on occasion there was. But, um, but I thought that was so interesting because you could feel the energy that people were experiencing. And, you know, Elle, you mentioned one of the writers had never written. She, she learned about right. three weeks before the trip. And there was a diary cam moment where she's like, I don't know what I'm doing here. I just want to leave. I want to go home. I want to go home. Because yeah. it's so, it's hard to explain, but it, it, it's so much information and so intense. And when you're riding day in, day out, it's, it's sensory overload. Um, right. And from, right. from my first trip on the highest pass, I almost had like a, a little form of PTSD from being on such high alert for on a motorcycle for so, for so many hours Yeah. Um, that, you know, but it's not meant to be like that. You can find calm and that, that comes into episode two. I'm not really talk, talks about, you need to call that calm in now before you ride. Right. And, and right. that being the main thing. I think we can all relate to that now. Like, yeah, we don't know what's going to happen, you know, with, with um, be it the virus or just be it oh, in life, you know? but you, yeah, but you can call the calm in, anyway yeah and, and not base it on the outside experience and that's a really it's a skill and it's a practice would you say that that is your biggest objective with the show is showing people that that is always available because that's something that really really comes across and i love um your teacher the the guru tell me yeah. his name again anand anand i love his humor and yeah the Indians have such a wonderful way of bringing humor to things that would otherwise be, you know, uh, very off-putting and, <laughs> and challenging people in such a sweet, lovely way. <laughs> really like just, okay, so now this is where you're at. So now deal with it. <laughs> True. Cause, it, cause it, to him, it is funny. It's like, I, I kind of like, I can't believe you guys are complaining about sleeping guys. We're in the, one of the most beautiful temples that people wait their whole lives to come to it's right. almost ridiculous it is ridiculous right um, but uh yeah the humor is key i forgot the original question what was the original question um let me see <laughs> if i can remember it now um, <laughs> no but oh in terms of what we were trying to do the calm in those in the eye yes. of the storm and that it's always available no matter what kind of circumstances you're 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 facing i mean we are 
directly and yeah. perhaps indirectly being faced with our own mortality with this virus or this pandemic, but but it's not really real to everyone in the in the sense that um, I'm sure a lot of things, uh, a lot of material material is coming up for people to be um, uh, addressed now, sure. because life is no longer uh, per yeah the same. Mm -hmm. Yeah, one of our big um, objectives, so the show is at its root about freedom and the emotional emo inner freedom, absolutely. Inner freedom, inner freedom would be the, that we're not seeking financial freedom, we're not seeking freedom in, from our lovers, you know, it's, it's how can we be in control of our own perception of the world. And when circumstances change, which they will, and they are currently, um, do we fall victim to it? Yeah. Or do we have the power to transcend it? And this is where freedom comes from, is not the ability to have a million choices or do what you want to do. Freedom actually has this element of responsibility. And because discipline. You can, and discipline, because you, the, the truly free person will respond to what's in front of them in a way that is authentic and, and is for everybody because you're free, because you're not worried about your own ego or, or self-preservation. Right. You actually become more responsible. And it, it can be contra intuitive for people because they think here in america that freedom is choice all the time and that can be an obstacle and, and, and we see choice is about defending a position very much about defending it. a position or just you know like can i have options and it's often when we don't have options like maybe right now right. that we find a bit of freedom like i can't go anywhere so there's a freedom to it like you don't have to choose what you're going to do this weekend you can't do anything it's perfect for me because i just started my new podcast series defining lives by the way and <laughs> i don't think i mentioned that in the beginning here but there will be an intro so um not <laughs> that's great but in yes. any case um i just wanted to bring up a little other humor is that hence yeah. the toilet paper pandemic uh yeah. <laughs> because i think it's one of the ways when people are thrust out of their comfort zone and out of their normal routines the only thing they can control is buying toilet paper <laughs> so they're stocking up for the next two years <laughs> so it's pretty funny you know how people choose what, where they go to to grab onto something that you know True. Uh, it's, it's very anal retentive in many ways, right? Exactly. So, pardon the fun. Pardon the fun. <laughs> but Don't I'm, pardon the fun. Yeah. Exactly. Exactly. Absolutely. So, yeah, freedom is a big thing and, and overcoming circumstances, having the courage to be more than you think you are is a big theme, like that we have greater capacity. And it's only when we challenge ourselves or pop out of the bubble and go on a pilgrimage. Finding our strength, our internal strength and overcoming that, you'll, our that you can show it. Yeah, that you can show it. Like give yourself some credit. And so maybe it's, um, it doesn't have to be a taking a pilgrimage, just anything that gets you out of your comfort zone. Like realize that we do have a greater capacity than we give ourselves credit for. It doesn't matter what we've failed in the past because we always have the chance to kind of rise above um, our our petty, you know, cravings and aversions. We might want it a certain way, and I don't want to get too philosophical, but but um, that's not the most important thing. What we crave and what we avert. It's more about like, well, what's 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 being asked of me really right now? And, Adam, but you know what? I think it's okay to get philosophical in this moment. Okay, sure. All right, I'll go. Because go. Uh, I'm really looking for out of the box thinking here, and okay. uh, we're not selling anything per se. We're just expressing. So, yeah. and you've gone on this journey twice. So I'd love to hear. 
three times actually. <laughs> three times, okay. And it, it's always a yeah. We've we filmed the first one, the highest pass. The second one I went on is the road to Dharma here, and I've gone on one since that we didn't film. I'm, I mean, I I went through some difficult times, if you will. I fell and and broke five ribs on that journey. And wow. again, we we didn't film that one, but I was I didn't know my ribs were broken for about forty eight hours because we were out in the middle of the Himalayas. But um, it didn't affect I, your breathing. Oh sure, I couldn't sleep. I couldn't sleep. Yeah, yeah. Uh, we were at fifteen thousand feet, and my my body, my body wouldn't breathe on its own when I went to sleep. So that's really a weird thing where you you're falling asleep and then your body stops breathing, and so you wake up obviously. Right. Um, and that was you know strange, but I just knew I I had some of my most beautiful lessons that next morning at the lake and realized some beautiful things and the injury itself taught me a lot. And that's that's a big part of this is like if you keep that open mentality of whatever the circumstance is, like let's look for the lesson here or let's look for what I might be able to learn from this or what the universe is shouting at me in some ways. And maybe the universe is shouting at us. We need to pause and take a break. Maybe it's saying, look at how the earth responds when we take a break. Look how people come together. If we know there's an issue, like there is a humanity here. Um, I think, you know, philosophically, that I, I really just keep coming back to we are greater than we think. And I know the world likes to promote that we're not so that they can sell us things. Right. right. <laughs> no, so we need this and we need that when we yeah. really don't. We need connection and truth to our hearts. And to, to our hearts, to our dharma, to like the, our own power. And it's not, um, and it's not, I'm not trying to sell a series when I say like the series is meant to be TV that, inspires you and reminds you to be unshackled i don't want to create another show that indentures you to the same old story of the prince getting the princess and or slaying the dragon right. it's it's the um the process you know is to show you the process and it's entertaining and fun to watch but at the same time we're showing you this is the process by which you discover your own freedom and watch your own mind and start to relieve yourself of the shackles that aren't really your fault. You know, you've been taught a lot of things. And I think that's really important, the compassion. Like we've been conditioned a lot. So be very forgiving of ourselves along the path. And, but, but hold ourselves to high ideals. Anand says that a lot. Forgive yourself often, but hold yourself to high ideals. Um, and that's, I think it's really beautiful because I let myself be pissed. I'm a fiery redhead. You, if you can't see me again, you know, I got a lot of red cards on the soccer field um, until I started meditating in college. Then I realized, you know, how to use my emotions. Right. But it doesn't mean that I still don't, am not passionate and get upset and want people right. to do better and am disappointed, you know, and, right. but am I going to take action from that place? Hopefully not. I'm going to take a moment and pause and, and actually get some wider perspective before i go yelling at a coworker or something just because i'm disappointed you know you know you're you're bringing up a very important subject because um <clears throat> i think that uh it's never really the issue it's how we relate to the issue right, and right. um i i've noticed for myself uh living in sunny southern california for as long as i have um so nice that i have tended to sometimes do a spiritual bypass and i wasn't even aware of it um because um when you are on a spiritual path you suddenly don't think that you should ever have any kind of emotional fluctuation you should never get angry you should always <laughs> take it 
you know, on the chin and <laughs> should just um, deal with it differently. And, and, and I think that's a big fantasy. I think your emotion totally. is there as a guide, you know, GPS to guide you what's out of balance so that you can course correct and get back into balance, mm. i.e. through meditation, through, uh, you, it can be walking meditation, listening to music, whatever, prayer, whatever you choose to uh, utilize in your life. Um, so I think that yeah, it's very pertinent to the times we're living in and the future of what changes we're going to be faced with. For sure. Like, I mean, you know, to relate it both to life and the journey, like, let's say, you know, like some years ago, you know, split up with a relationship and there was a daughter involved and such, my girlfriend's daughter. And I mean, I cried for many, many days every morning. Like my meditation was just crying. And mm -hmm. so that's the access thing. The meditation is saying like, you're allowed to actually feel because the feelings need to process. Right. Um, Whereas normally, I was just texting a friend of mine this, they didn't quite understand, but normally we bypass the feeling right. um, and skip over and like go right into strategy. Like right. how do I get out? And some, for some people, the strategy can be spirituality. The strategy right. can be aliens. The strategy can be conspiracy theories about 5G. The, right. the strategy can be, well, let me think of the next business idea so I don't have to deal with the feeling of disappointment now. Right. Um, and we rarely just feel. And so sometimes, you know, meditation will just have a ton of feelings and a ton of crying until we don't need to feel it anymore. Mm -hmm. and, and that's that. I think that's one of the biggest things like this practice has given me is access and the compassion to just feel for a while and not have to change it and not have to, it doesn't, it's, this is how it is. I'm crying right now. You know? Adam, I have a question for you on that line. Um, yeah. Can you talk a little bit about what happens when we don't process our feelings? Um, <laughs> <laughs> how many jokes can I not talk about? Okay. Political, how political would yeah. you want me to get? Um, you, can, you can go wherever you want. It's totally no, I, Forget politics. But what happens when we don't process our emotions, I think is um, a constant running and a constant seeking on the outer is what we see. I mean, America's a good example. There are when you five senses, yeah. Yeah, you don't process emotions, so we're gonna create everything on the outside to, to soothe, mm -hmm. rather than be able on the inside. So that could be over stimulus of um, devices, or things to do, or um, people to see, or you know, workaholics. Habits, um, right. So there's no way to say it looks like X and Y, because we all have our own little little quirks and that like brings me into the road to dharma and episode seven ryan you know was faced with this situation it's not like a spoiler alert because i think all this you just watch it's not so right. what happens kind of thing right. but he's faced with a situation where someone says something at breakfast that's really off-putting and terrible and he doesn't say anything and he doesn't like confront them and and anon the master in the trip you know confronts ryan later and is like look you can't just be this oh, it's all good kind of spiritual thing. Right, right. In Ryan's case, like the escape mechanism was don't rock the boat. It's all good. Right. Be peaceful. That can be an escape mechanism instead of actually standing up and saying, you know what, you're on off base. Like that's bullshit. Right. right? And right. sometimes you don't want to say it's bullshit to someone. You like don't you, want to be confrontational, right. Right. There's no rules of like this is how a spiritual person acts. That's a trap. Right. But 
in, in his case, he needed to like step into his power and say like, hey, I know right from wrong. Right. And that's not how you, you know, you're way off base, girl. Um, and don't be saying that. And, and Ryan was just afraid of kind of like, you know, accepting the powerful person that he is. And that, you know, why? Because when we get powerful, we have responsibility. When we realize like we're in control and, then, and that's scary to people. So people avoid it. And thus what you see is people acting out power in different ways and never really sitting in their, their own power. I mean, power and, over other people and let me conquer another country and exactly, make another business. Ah. Exactly. And that is so, was so impactful for me because um, you did such a beautiful job at conveying these inner internal struggles that people are faced with in addition to the external struggles mm. and that giving themselves the freedom to have those emotions and feel what they're feeling and do it anyway. And I think what happens then from my own experience, as you do that more often, you lessen the overload of the effects of what's going on outside of you. So instead of going, hey man, you know, and getting in the face of the person that upset you, this uh, some big, you know, crazy debate, you're able to express your truth in a way that is, um, is just affirming uh, of, of your own uh, space and, and your, your own need to express from your truth um, without it being necessarily, um, wow, I sort of took a journey on that one. <laughs> <laughs> I was gonna ask you, what, like, what triggers you? Maybe there's an example, what really gets oh, you? Oh boy, well, I think what triggers me most is when someone is not willing to come to understanding, to sort of uh, say, you know, I'm expressing my truth, you're expressing your truth, we don't need to agree, we can, yeah. we can agree to disagree, um, but don't try to convince me that your way is the way uh, or the answer for me. So I, I, I have a real issue with that and always have since I was a child. So, um, and I understand now that it's not necessarily personal. So I can drop my end of it quicker. Mm -hmm. um, not always. I'm not yeah, perfect. Yeah. It's a process for me. Um, but I stopped engaging in p political debates because of this. I just choose not to, you know, go there um, because there's just too much on it for me. Um, and or you got to choose who you're going to have those debates with. I, I, choose, like I choose wisely who I enjoy engaging with because I'm going to learn and expand my own, um, you know, consciousness about it or um, who's going to get in my face about it and tell me how I have to vote or what I have to do and <laughs> yada yada. So, but yeah. um, as, I mean, there's so many lessons in this beautiful project and I think it's so timely now. Um, unfortunately, you know, we're all in this, in this, um, quarantine right now, but what a perfect time for this project. And yeah, so cause you can, you can travel, you know, you can really travel from your home. You don't have to take the pilgrimage. You get to see these sacred sites. You get to be on the back of a motorcycle. You get to be at the feet of a, uh, Himalayan master. You get to empathize with other people that are real. Again, it's not a produced thing where we're making up stories these are real people that are putting their life on the line and that's what um people have said is kind of you know i don't want to toot my own horn but it's so difficult to do is to mix this 
adventure and actual storytelling and character driven stories with That's wisdom with, you know to make something not feel like woo wooey and just preachy right, right. because you don't like it i don't like it i don't like it being pre preached to and i i want you know people to come to it on their own and that's part of why i introduce you know anand the way i do anand again is the himalayan master that's our guide in the show i i kind of bring him into the show as a in a soft way like we're walking in the jungle together talking about him having slept on a tree when he was a kid and he's like right. what you didn't you didn't sleep on a tree when you were a kid and i'm like no you know and it's just <laughs> that fun like oh interesting uh you know and then we're walking like just as student and teacher used to back in the day and you know walking by the guys with chai and like reading the newspaper and he's like oh my gosh like on, on our trip that we're about to go on there's mudslides taking out those roads and people are dying and he has real reactions like holy cow he's not free of emotion or passion right right he's, he's a real human and so then when he's and he's laughing and he's talking and, and then like you said he's funny and when then when like the wisdom does come out later and as we grow into it you're as an audience, I think, more accepting because I didn't try to say, this guy's amazing. Let me put him on a pedestal. You need to listen to him. I just said, hey, this is the journey we're going on. And, and here you go. So let me ask you this. So from a filmmaker's perspective, you didn't strategize or outline those moments. You knew those moments from your own journeys. You knew those moments were going to come forward and you were just going to capture them. And yeah, I mean. Editing. You, you, you sort of, did you direct it more or, or how? Oh yeah. No, editing is, there's so much directing in the editing uh, in terms of storytelling. And I edited the first two episodes myself. And then with an editor for episodes three through 10, I would script, meaning I'm pulling from what people actually said and what happened and saying, this is how I think the scenes play out and the order in which we tell things and how we intermix, you know, scenes of movement and hiking and motorcycling with scenes of character and to keep pacing but there's strategy in terms of oh yeah i'd like to see adam and anon walking in in the jungle you did you know, such a beautiful job with all of that you really because that's really what's the the crafting of this show that makes it so powerful as well those, yeah those are decisions and it's not like uh, it's just like, oh yeah, that would be nice. I'd like to, because you know, I went in feeling like I want people to feel like they're here. So this is what I'm on and I do. Let's follow it. And um, we craft. We, I'm of course listening to people and what they're going through and knowing who do I talk to tonight because they're going through something. Who am I going to interview tonight? Because I can't interview everybody. There's eight rider, uh, eight riders, eight passengers. Right. Um, some of the passengers don't really feature in the show. A few come in and out. It's mostly yeah, I was wondering about that too. They were kind of on the side, but they had the experience of the journey. So was that something that um, was decided before they didn't want to be featured on camera? Or That's a great question. No, no. It was just more like there's only so much time for certain stories. And some people's stories weren't that interesting. You know, there wasn't mm -hmm. much to tell. Uh, mm -hmm. or, and or they weren't sharing much, right? So... Right. Um, those that were going through something, which is most people, but there was episode yeah. five a little bit more. She has an experience. Or Aizan from Kazakhstan, she comes in in episode two and episode three, and then you hear from her a little bit in episode five. Um, so some of the passengers are on the periphery coming in and out. Tiffany is more with it. She has a few kids, three, uh, a young child, three-year-old right. child that she left home. That was really something, too. I thought, wow, I wonder how she's feeling, because that's hard to leave a little kid. I, I'm yes. a mother, so I know how that is. You know, so we like that, and she's a good little, student. It's hard to leave them ever. You just want to be with them all the time. 
Yeah. So it's and, and Jeff and Jen are obviously a really good story. And a couple, a, a couple yeah. Yeah. So she's a passenger, but they're riding together and they're having this whole journey. Like, do we get divorced? Do we stay together? Um, yeah. So, you know, you're covering a lot of it. And then in post, you're in post-production editing, you're deciding these stories are did play out the whole time. Let's keep them going. Or these are more interesting. And these actually really relate to the theme of the, of the peak really well. So. Okay. That brings me to another question. Are you going to come up with a follow-up mm-hmm. to track where people are? A little bit down the road, um, maybe briefly, just to no. see. No, it's really and, their journey, and that that was it. Yeah, yeah. Like, like I do plan on a season two, which would be a, a different journey, a non, you know, leading us, but new characters. Okay. Uh, so I think that's more the key into the follow-up. We're doing it. We had June is when we planned on it, but it's now okay. getting pushed. Now it's getting, up for grabs. Right? Maybe July or maybe August or maybe it's you know we have to wait a little longer. Right. Um, but June in our in our vision was up in Ladakh, and Ladakh is all over eleven thousand feet. It's a very Tibetan Buddhist area, and wow. it's stunning up there. The temples are stunning. The power is is something different. It's very different than the rest of India, mm. and and again, eleven thousand feet and above the whole state, if you will. Yeah. Peaks that are eighteen thousand feet on a road, seventeen thousand lakes that are sixteen thousand feet. What's the weather like there when it's uh, in June? Or, or up in up in Ladakh, up mm-hmm. in Ladakh, it's really nice because it's eleven thousand feet and above. Down in Rishikesh in June, it's hot as can be, you know, and, right. and rain. The right. road to Dharma we did in um, September, mm-hmm. and normally the monsoons are done in August, but they lasted a month later. It's one of these global warming type things, or just right. strange season. And that just happens. There's always something on these journeys that adds an element of physical challenge. And Let me ask you something else. Um, I haven't heard much news. I mean, I don't read regular news. I get it from other sources. But um, have you heard anything about the coronavirus in India? Sure. Yeah, of course. Yeah. Um, from Has from people. Big. Um, here's what I've heard. One, one of my friends just came back from India. Uh, she's Indian. And she said, you know, India, Adam, like, if they're told to stay home, people just play music and laugh. And it's like, hey, we're alive another day. You know, like right. something special there where things are just always unknown and there's a, a lot of surrender to the, to the, the, the yeah. outcomes and goings of life. Right. She's like, you know, India, we just enjoy day by day. Um, and so obviously there was some element of lockdown going on and um, some web developers, I know, I know they had to, have other people work from home so they move their offices to home so there's lockdown going on i know there's there's issues happening but they've tested from what i heard like i think 10 million people in india already wow tested. wow you know, like they, they amazing yeah they're moving on it and they're like let's test people and they <laughs> and make it happen whereas here i don't know how many they've tested but 10 million right right um they're um yeah um so what is going to be your next journey um or your next project that you're working on besides this one that you're going to be doing this trek is that the next thing in line so so the road to dharma part you know season two would be what i would love to just so people know you can go to road to dharma.com you can watch the first three episodes for free if you just want to even see what it's like you can there's an online course that goes with this so you can have chapters of freedom meditations that i lead um as well as long talks from Anand like the, that happened on the journey. So we've really fashioned it to be an experience, an online course. 
Mm-hmm. Um, so that's where you can go to like watch the whole series. And I would love the next project to be season two of Road to Dharma. This would be, like I said, like it's delayed a little bit. And there's also a couple, there's a couple other TV show ideas, TV series ideas floating around. And and, I and it's a, going to be coming out also um, later in May. In May as well, it'll be it'll be out uh, in, in different formats. But for now, Road to Dharma. If if anyone just wants to know exactly, then go to Road to Dharma. I will always update like, hey, this is when it's coming on iTunes. That's the best way to do it, right? Yeah, because I'll put the latest. Like, if it comes out uh, when it comes on on iTunes, then I'll have the links for that. Um, the, yeah. the other question that I didn't get a chance to ask uh, was, did you have to? Um, what was the liability factor in terms of? what um potentially uh, yeah. yeah you know could happen with people did they have to cover their own liability sure i mean they had to sign waivers that said um because this was an organized trip by anand you know so that indemnified him and his organization mm-hmm. and i was just there as filming so again it wasn't like the we had the responsibility of people as a production we were filming what was already happening which is what i like Right. It's not like right. you're part of my reality show. Right. Uh, right. No. So, yeah, people had to sign over their liability to that. And, of course, they have their own travel insurance and such. And we have mechanics with us. And India has plenty of hospitals and doctors around. And So you had people in trucks following you guys with supplies yeah. and with their luggage. And you stayed. Did you plan the accommodations? Yeah. And they, that was all uh, inclusive in their trip? Yeah, there's enough like there's enough obstacles and unknowns that you don't need to necessarily deal with. <laughs> yeah, you don't have to bring the bags on your bike. It's scary enough. Like we had cars that had the bikes and we had cars with mechanics. So if, if you crash and people crash that they can fix it and we can keep going. Do um, also trade off in the trucks? I, be, I believe yeah. that. Uh, yeah, some of the passengers. Yeah, the passengers. Sometimes there's areas where it's like, hey, I, I don't want you on the back of my bike anymore. It's too rocky it's too crazy like you're gonna fall off or we're probably both gonna go down like can you hop right. in the car right yeah. right yeah Which is absolutely nice. and they trade and they trade off they trade off so no no passengers stay with the same person except jeff and jen the married couple mm-hmm. um everyone's rotating so you're getting also like for the passengers that's surrender to have to jump on someone's bike you don't know and yeah. just trust them in, inherently and and again a different person each day you're hopping on the back of and they might have a different style of writing you just kind of Exactly. And when you're on the back of a motorcycle, you have to know how to move with the, uh, the driver. Uh, Absolutely. If you're moving in the opposite direction and they're moving in the opposite direction, that is not a good thing. So um, you want to be in a flow together or somebody grabs too tightly or, you know, is like clutching on. <laughs> for real. No, for real. And you got to really have a lot of faith it's a it's a cool thing to be a passenger i rode on the back of anon's bike just in november uh i won't go into the whole story but my god that's surrender if because he goes so fast <laughs> because the way he drives yeah oh it's insane I know. And in, in this instance like it was just like spur of the moment i was in sandals and a t-shirt and just some yoga pants and we went on a two-hour ride through india like no <laughs> no protective gear and he's going as fast as you can and it's absolute it, you know, as much as I've been through on a motorcycle, it's still every time like such a practice. And it was absolute like, 
you say some mantras now, dude, because like your mind is going into some stories. Like get back to it. Because if you're going to die, at least die happy. You know, at least enjoy this, this ride. And my gosh, you know, I've I've only recently gotten, gotten into riding on motorcycles and I absolutely love it. And I love off-roading. I mean, this is my go-to. And actually I plan to do some traveling on the back, on the back of a bike because I'm not quite into riding one yet. But so you're doing off-roading on the back of a bike? No, not off-roading. Um, I've been off-roading in a Jeep, but um, so, and yeah. some pretty harrowing. You know, there are lots of places in the desert. I mean, you can see the desert from a whole other perspective, and it's spectacular. I oh, mean, I the terrain changes, the, the foliage changes, you know, and it's... Oh, it's I want to come. Sounds fun. Yeah, absolutely. And then, um, and then also on the motorcycle, there's some really nice treks like through Anzaborrego Springs, and then back around through Julian, and then back around looping on the 74 back into Palm Desert. Is a gorgeous ride. I mean, really gorgeous. And the road is really tight. You know, you've got a lot of wines there, as well. So, but it's not like riding in Italy or riding in India. So, <laughs> but no, you know. Tell you, I've ridden on the 10 to get out to Joshua Tree. and that's, Yeah, that can be harrowing. It's just as crazy. You know, you're going 90 miles an hour and traffic everywhere, and you realize if this machine breaks in any way. Oh, my God. Or if somebody just does a little <laughs> swerve to, a, you know, some of these guys just pull up behind you and you yeah. didn't even see them. So it, it's crazy. It's a constant practice, and I have a lot of respect for everyone that was on the road to Dharma that let us film. I have so much respect and thanks for them for letting us into their lives. And I hope that people, you know, see that in the show that like, it's very raw, very authentic, and at the same time, beautifully shot. So it's, it's, it's just an experience you will not catch on a network show. Right, right. They just don't do this yet. I I loved it. And I watched several episodes over and over again, because there were deeper layers of things that I wanted to, um, you know, to um, penetrate. But um, I suppose that you're going to have a lot of people who are going to want to go on this trek now. Yeah, they probably that. that <laughs> what are you going to do? <laughs> it's either that or a lot of people that don't want to because they're like, that is crazy. <laughs> okay, that's too much for me. Yeah, so you have a mix. You think, but then like the people that actually like plop down the time and the money to want to go on this, um, it still takes a big quantum leap, as we would say. And so it always works out the right people that want to come, you know, and we film it. If there's 40 people, we'll always find the right 10 stories to follow. So it's more about people having their... What's that? Are there that many bikes available to rent? Yeah, I think, I mean, yes, absolutely. The last trip we took, I think... Do people rent their own bikes? Was that on them or... No, it's all taken care of. Ananda arranges it all because there, you know, oh. there's certain bikes there in India and we and such. Again, there's enough unknowns where having some taken care of is is nice. You know, lodging and bikes. Okay, now you just got to fend for yourself on the road. Right. It's plenty. Right. Uh, it, it's plenty. But yeah, I, we'll probably have a lot of people that want to come in the next one, and that's beautiful. The right people will come, and and we Are try not to be casting i try not to do that it's more yeah. like who wants to be there and who's really uh, meant to be there yeah you know some producers in la like hey let's make the, the in la we're like let's, let's make season two like the celebrity one i'm like okay see you later I, you know <laughs> exactly why like you it's know it's like problems. more problems why do i want to take more problems with right it's not a competition show and it you know, if a couple celebs want to come because it, they're drawn to it that's fine you know and it's yes. great for the show but 
I, I don't go say, let's make the celeb version because that's not actually the, the ethos of the show. Well, you the ethos of the show is real people. You're not exploiting anything in the show. You're just Correct. sharing an experience. And that's totally. the beauty of it for me. And I well really, said. really enjoyed that. So, yeah. so Adam, um, uh, it's been really wonderful um, sharing this time with you. And um, is there anything else you'd like to share with us that might be? I just want, you know, I just want to share that um, I, I really, I put a lot into the course. You know, I learned a lot through creating the coursework. You know, you, you make a show and then you go back and you write this, these chapters that go deeper into the wisdom that's in the show and you realize, oh my gosh, all this is, is there, you know? that I didn't realize was I was putting into a show like these little nuggets and diamonds. So I really encourage people to, again, for free, you can read the first three chapters and see how you watch an episode and then can dive deep and read about really what was going on, the freedom there. And it takes on another level uh, for your experience. Cause we, we binge, we binge watch shows and we forget. So to read it again, slows the mind down and, and solidifies this experience you just had in a show. And then to have the meditation, so that you know how to practice and doing 20 minutes can shift your own energy. These things I really wish for people to take because I don't make the show just so people are entertained for a while. I make it so they're entertained and then inspired to have a deeper practice and, and make that leap themselves somewhere in their life. Like that's it. You know, that that's why we make TV. That's why TV should be there. That's why story's always been there in the past is to try and help people be better humans. And I really encourage people to go to roadtodharma.com and like, and try, take some time to read the chapters, do the meditations and watch a few episodes. Um, regardless if you jump into the whole thing or not, just watching three episodes and doing that coursework, that's actually a lot. Hooked. I wanted to get it. I bought, I bought it right away because <laughs> Thank I, you. I don't want to be left hanging in the third episode. I was just like right in it. Yeah. <laughs> you're just getting me. going. And we just dropped the price too. We just dropped the price because of what's going on in the world. We wanted to make it really accessible. So we made it half at the cost it was. It's only $99 now for the, for the whole. It's really, really worth it because it's, so, it's much. so rich with so many things and, and it's, delightful and inspiring and uh and you know really interesting to watch if you haven't been to india or you have been to india it's just it's just an amazing journey and i'm so excited and blessed that you have been my first guest on my new show because this is really very much what my subject matter is about it's about new experiences that we can we can uh, get excited about and be inspired in some way to look at ourselves more deeply and take a, d a deeper journey on what can I do to um, to keep my life um, inspired and expand my consciousness and be more of a contributor on the planet than just an observer and a bystander. So um, thank you. I really thank am you. so grateful. It's a great yeah. vision you have. I appreciate it. Yeah. All right. Well, I think we're I think we're done now so <laughs> I think we're done yeah. good to talk to you Ava